from Hurrah. Hello, Connor. Yes, Hurrah. Yes. So, why is being animated important in theater and everyday life? Why is it important to be animated? Yeah, like animated, like... Yes. Um, uh, well, in life, um, my grandmother, my Quaker grandmother always said, uh-huh. if if you want to be happy, be happy. So I guess that's always in the back of my mind. And I guess how you, in real life, want to approach life, it's with a pleasant disposition and, in those words, animation. Animation on stage. Uh, it's very important that, um, of course, you tell the story. And tell the story is the essence of all acting and all theater. And, yeah. and even if it's a song, as we're taught, uh, lyrics to a song is simply dialogue set to music. So before any performer should address the lyrics of a song, they should approach it as dialogue. Read it, analyze it, decide what it's saying, um, what the lyric is saying, what the message of the lyric is. Uh, that itself will dictate the animation, the tone, the emotion. And so yeah. in theater, it's the basis of necessity in getting the story told. Um, for younger performers, sometimes it's difficult for that because they think if you just slap on a smile, that's it. Of course, that won't always do. If you are a performer and learning to be a true performer, you realize the importance of analyzing the dialogue if it is script and analyzing the lyric as dialogue if it's vocal. Uh, that takes care of the animation. Uh, there, there's... Um, it's it's possible to stand on stage and still exude energy, body posture, how we use, how we stand, how we uh, not only use our facial expressions but body. Uh, Instead of standing like sticks, we right. Can't you you can you, you can learn to use uh, all of your aspects of your instrument, meaning you, to uh, convey the message, the story. And the meaning of what's being said. Yeah. And actor, the actor's tools are yes. our voice and our body. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, and, of course, uh, the memory approach. And sometimes we have to use all that to uh, convey what's being said in the script as your character. You can use all of that personal history to uh, help it make it real. Yeah. But animation and life means a shower of uh, energy, sunshine, and truth. Yeah. Agreed. That, that's so, it. So how does your direction help animate the actors that are off? Well, I think, um, first of all, you have to be comfortable with yourself. Uh, that's the first lesson to make your company if you're doing a uh, class, or if you're doing a show, your cast, they have to be comfortable with the situation. They have to be comfortable with themselves in that situation, and they have to be comfortable with you as the director. Unless that comfort level is there, it's not going to work. After that, of course, being comfortable leads to trust. 
trust uh, for your fellow cast people, trust for the project, and again, trust for the director. Um, All those things help and provide for everything else to come. Yes, and um, so we at the Academy, we have a saying, it's being uncomfortable with being comfortable. That's it. You got to go out on that limb. You got to, but you got to trust, you got to trust, you got to trust everybody in the company and everybody you're working with to be able to yourself be uncomfortable, go out on the limb, try something new, uh, because it goes back to that basic trust of your support system. And then you're willing to try new things, willing to do uh, approaches or uh direction that you thought you couldn't do or didn't want to do because it was awkward. But again, it goes back to trust. Yes. Agreed. So prior to directing, you were an actor right prior to directing. Well, I still act somewhat, but yeah, uh, uh, I got a master's degree in acting in grad school and then I started working in uh, dinner theater uh, I did some work in Massachusetts, and I toured some in cabaret. I did cabaret 12 times. And then uh, when I got here permanently, I worked with Old Dominion in the Riverview Playhouse, and then uh, and then uh, more just at Old Dominion. And it was, in fact, Paul Dicklin and Old Dominion and all that that encouraged me to – I was working with – um, Norfolk City Schools. It was like the beginning of the governor's school. I had all five high schools in the Norfolk school system to mm-hmm. have a uh, – they would come to me every afternoon at Booker T. Washington High School, and we'd work together. And then, um, yeah, I would direct there and then work with Old Dominion and work with the Riverview Playhouse, did shows at the Wells Theater. And then when you uh, incorporated Hurrah Players, it it became necessary for me to um, – you can't do both effectively unless you have um, very strong people who are going to take over at that mm-hmm. project to direct and act. And so yeah. I have done some, even when Hurrah was uh, the first 10 years or so. I was still working heavily with Old Dominion as an instructor and performing uh, with the theater program. So how have you animated yourself when acting? Like, what do you do to animate yourself to get ready when you act? Well, it's so funny. I go to my quiet zone. I really do. I know all actors have their whatever they want to do to get ready. But um, I have to go to my quiet zone and uh, think it, ponder it, zone, and then, bam, maybe five minutes before curtain, I'm ready. But I do have to get ready, all the hustle, the Walmarts and everything, and then go to my quiet zone. That's what I've always done. Do you ever have to pee, and then when you go when you go on stage, it's like it vanishes? That's yes, like, peeing, and I said uh, it always means yawning and yawning. I don't think I've ever yawned on stage. Uh, again, I think it's a beginning performance. Sometimes they have the urge to yawn. Uh, it's like. No, you have to fight it. You cannot uh-huh. yawn on stage. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, and you're right. When you have the pee, 
it sort of just takes care of itself when you're on stage. Um, yeah. That's an interesting. Uh, that's an inter- interesting issue because uh, <laughs> uh, it does sort of it waits patiently until intermission. It does. Yeah. Yeah. So. What are a few things you have learned over the last 30-some years working with families and creating yes. musicals? Yes. What have I learned? Yeah. That everybody performing-wise is different. Some people like a lot of uh, direction. Uh, stand here and I think about that. Some people really appreciate the first two or three weeks, let them explore. Uh, and then round them in or bring them in or tell them you got to make it bigger. Um, that's the main thing. People, the process is different for uh, everybody. Um, it, it really is. The process, the beginning process, especially the first two or three weeks, the process is different from um, – Maybe the actress stand beside them and just give give everybody a chance to um, dig in. Some people want more direction from the very beginning. Other people like to explore and then round them in. So how do you how do you uh, find that out with the company? Um, you can tell. Some <laughs> you can tell. Um, not always, but generally, uh, an actor if they start. Uh, read-throughs have a lot of expression and a lot of uh, uh, animation and uh-huh. uh, you see where they're going. I let them explore that. Then if others seem to be flat with it or and look a lot for you or is that okay or should I do this or what do you think, then you realize they're the ones who want you to um, to guide them more. Yeah. Okay. So what made you choose the directing of like Disney musicals and just musicals in general over just like regular plays. It's right. It's the core of who I am. I've always loved musicals. Uh, and of course, Disney, since we're Virginia's leading family theater company, um, Disney gives the opportunity to produce quality family theater that is well known. And in a nonprofit situation, you have to do musicals that are well-known if you want to sell tickets. Um, I've just always found audiences, of course, there are a lot of straight plays that audiences enjoy too. But mm-hmm. um, our company, when we look at our records, we um, we sell more tickets if it is a musical. And then personally, I enjoy musicals, uh, directing, performing, uh, even though I love some great plays. Um, it's just been a natural focus for me from the very beginning. I had my first theater when I was seven years old, and my dad helped me build a theater in one of our garages. And even then, we would write songs and and put them in the show. So I guess it's just the core of who I am. And my grandmother, who was a piano teacher, on mm-hmm. Saturday afternoons, she and her friend Flora would sit on the back porch and decide how to act out their Sunday school lesson if it was about, if it were about uh, being kind or if it was about um, uh, sharing. They would, rather than just read the scripture too, they would decide how to do a vignette or a skit that taught that. So I didn't realize at the time that was my first acting classes. 
and also they would put music in their their presentations. So when starting Hurrah, the company, um, yes. I know, didn't you start in like the basement of some church or something? That was old. We moved up when we did that. My name is oh. Hugh R. That's what, it's the Hurrah Players. And we started oh, yeah. in the lobby of the Riverview Playhouse on Granby Street because, again, that was Old Dominion. Mm-hmm. And I was branching out from Old Dominion. Then, that was in 84. In 93, oh, we really moved up. We moved to the basement of the Ghent United Methodist Church. And we stayed, excuse me, that was in 80. It, that was in 87. And then in 93, after being in the basement of the church from 87 to 93, we moved to Woodrow Avenue to a more or less a warehouse space with plywood floors on a pole in the middle. But we loved it. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah. Um, so how did you get all these people um, attracted to the company? Like, yeah, we we started with 12. Now, I always, always say, I, I fret a lot. Oh, my God, well, another theater company is going to be doing a show, another theater. Paul Dicklin, who was the head of the theater program at Old Dominion, started it. He said, always remember, you can't control what other people do. You control what you do. Just make sure it's good. And back to 93, that was when we moved into the basement of the church. And we stayed there until 2010. And then 2010, we bought the building on St. Paul's Boulevard. Yeah. So what is something that in, like, grad school, when you got your master's, that you remember about acting? Like, what is one of the principal things? Oh, my goodness. Um, (laughs) What, Diamond? I thought I was a cast in some peculiar roles. Uh, I, I realized that these were totally professional, well-known people, and that uh, even though at the time I might not totally understand it. In other words, um, a lot of the acting classes, uh, you had to work as partners, study somebody's hand, or uh, study an orange. My and it was, it was, yes, the Weissman thing. I don't know if you're... And that was so hard for me. They're like, what the heck is this? Uh, so I, it took me a while to realize the purpose and the meaning uh, So and the growth needed for me to be able to focus uh, and adapt and realize why all that was happening. Um, at the same time, um, I guess in grad school, I realized the pure joy of theater and it just reaffirm the fact that this is what I wanted to do with my life and mm-hmm. that it was worthwhile and that um, that I had something to offer. So how do you serve the community with theater now? We serve the community because our mission has always been to provide theater training for anybody who wants it. We have never turned away anybody who wants to be there. And at the same time, our mission is to offer theater productions to all people in the community. Uh, We do Broadway shows, and our top price is $25, not $65. So we're true to our mission 
to make quality theater affordable for the community and backing up to make theater training available to anybody and all who are interested. The only thing you have to do to be a hero player is want to be there. Yeah. Um, we, we have to pay our instructors, of course. We have to exist as a company and pay our mortgages. But at the same time, we have to, that's our job to get sponsors and people to help support Hurrah so we never have to turn anybody away. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and plug Hurrah and tell yeah. you how great it is. <laughs> Hurrah is a place that makes your dreams come true. That's, that's right. Where, that's where I got my start. Yay. I loved it. I, I was forced by my parents, of course, to join the class. Yes. <laughs> I, I loved and it. And aren't you glad that you did? I I know. I'm glad that I did. Yes. I love Hurrah. I have a passion for theater now. That's what I do when I want to grow up. Right. I but I think it's I wonderful think that you're, you're taking the initiative to do all these things you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much, Hugh. Thank you. I'm proud of you. All right. Stay safe out there. Right. Bye, Connor. Bye-bye.